Hi everyone, my name is Josiah Laubenstein and this is the Commonweal Theatre Podcast. Joining me today is Jeremy Van Meter, resident ensemble member, and he's also playing Herb in I Ought to Be in Pictures. It has about 10 more performances and closes on July 2nd. Jeremy and I talk about how the show is going and what it's like working on a comedy. Jeremy typically does drama here at the Commonweal and what it's like coming back to this show after such a long hiatus, about a month here. So there's plenty to catch. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Yeah, early morning. We both got our coffee. (laughs) It's very important. What is your... Is that uh, Dia de los Muertos? Sugar skull, Yeah. yeah. And this is like, um, so we got these from um, our niece on Katie's side. And I usually hate travel mugs because, I mean, I have to have my coffee like boiling, boiling hot. I can't drink like lukewarm, yeah, lukewarm coffee. So I always get travel mugs and like it doesn't stay, it doesn't stay hot enough. But I'm serious. You put the lid on this thing. And like an hour later, it's still, it's still not, I mean, not boiling hot, but it's not, I mean, it's still, you know, it's still pretty hot That's good. coffee. And I'm like, okay, I can never, ever lose this. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> we have two of them. So I'm like. <laughs> That's my problem is I lose, I lose dry mugs like right away. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I'm always putting my mug back, I'm back in the microwave because I'm like a, I got, yeah. it's got to be hot. Yeah. So. If the steam's yeah. not coming off it, what's the point in drinking it? Right. <laughs> I'm like the person that goes through the McDonald's drive-thru, but if I spill the coffee in my lap and it scalds me, I'm like, hey, great, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice hot me. cup of coffee, but I just spilled it in my lap. <laughs> it's very, very hot. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to the Commonwealth uh, Theater Podcast. Thank this you. Is, Thanks for having me back. Yes, we're very glad to welcome Jeremy Van Meter, <clears throat> Commonwealth star of the stage in I Ought to Be in Pictures. <sighs> so, yeah, we're here to just kind of chat about that and yeah. just ask you some questions about how it's going. And yeah, yeah let's just start with that. How you, how you feel? Like, this was your first week back in a while because of some canceled It's been at least a month. Yeah. Um, I think it was five weeks. Wow. Because we would have been out for... For three weeks, mm-hmm. maybe four weeks. I think we were out for three weeks, and then we had a COVID break. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's been, I think it's been a month right at. Um, yeah. What's it been like? Getting it's back into it? um, it's great. I mean, it's one of those things where it's it was such a, um, it, you know, before the break, it was it's such a tightly running show. You know, it's like there's never, um, we there's just such a great energy level that we've built with the show. Um, we all trust each other yeah. immensely. So when you come back to it, it's just like, okay, this fit well before. Yeah. Um, and now you just, you just get right back into it. Um, yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with um, the writing mm-hmm. and the staging. Everything just makes sense. Everything's just comfortable. Yeah. Um, so it is just like getting back into it, just ease back into it. And now 
we just get to play for the rest of the yeah the rest of the run everything good is in place and you just kind of get to find the space in between yeah yeah that's good that's good yeah that was one of the things that struck me the first time i watched the show in kind of on the stage version and it felt like it felt like there was no blocking that was errant you know there's no unmotivated moves or anything like that you guys are moving all the time yeah um but it never feel like it's such a fully realized set in a way where every time you make a cross, you got something to pick up or something mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, yeah, I love that about mm-hmm. this uh, this production. I think it's really it's really smart because yeah. it does feel like you guys are all just living in this space together, which is really fun. I don't think that's uh, something you lose with like bare bones productions a little bit more. Right. You know. Yeah. This one's really fun to do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one of the main things I want to talk to you about is is an impression I had of you when I first arrived at the Commonwealth, which is that like primarily what you did was drama. Uh, because I saw you in, the first show that I saw Jeremy in was um, Elephant Man and a very dramatic piece of work. And Not you a had, comedy. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and you had some very dramatic monologues and you had some very dramatic moments. Yeah, and I think you just uh, fill a need. It was what I said before. You fill a need for the Commonwealth of this type yeah. of like... Kind of, you know, leading man, kind of dramatic lead, kind of this, like, age range that just fits really well for you. And, and you, you do really well in that. But I haven't seen you do a ton of comedy. And I, so I just want to know, what's it like getting back into comedy? I, I mean, obviously, you've done it before. You've done it a lot. But, yeah, what's it like to sort of put that on again and try it on for size? It's great because it, I haven't, you're right, I haven't done, I haven't done a lot. I haven't done a lot here. Um, and I think what happens when you when you get into a resident company is um, it feels a little it feels a little bit like a utility player. <laughs> you know, you just you have you have you track. Yeah. And it's like, OK, you're you're of that age and of that sensibility, mm-hmm. um, you know, thinking forward even this season to good people. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. It's just that it's. You fit in that it's, slot really well. Yeah. And you do it well. You know, like we know, we've seen you do it enough so that we know what you can do. Right. Yeah. And um, especially with good people, that's a, and and to a certain degree, the clean house, um, those are challenging roles yeah. because these are not, these are not likable guys, <laughs> you know, um, but um, I have no fear of that. Yeah. You know, I actually, uh, I actually appreciate playing those characters. Um, but I got to tell you, playing a comedy again, it's so, it's so satisfying. (laughs) Um, you know, there was, I think it was our last Sunday audience before, um, before the break, um, to get leading ladies up. Everything was clicking. Yeah. I mean, the audience was on fire. Yeah. From the very beginning to the very mm-hmm. end. And that's just so satisfying. And I think the last... I want to say the last, like, Neil Simon-type comedy that I played was The Philadelphia Story. Oh, when was that? In 2012. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no kidding. You know, just thinking of... Thinking of just straight... Straight comedy. Yeah. You know, nothing else. Um, 
because the clean house was, you know, dramatic comedy. Yeah, there's some elements um, of comedy. I mean, yeah. Come Back was hilarious, but I was playing the straight guy the yeah. whole way through. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, not really you didn't get ever to be in on the joke. Yeah. Um, so with this one and with a writer like Neil Simon, it's come on. It's, yeah. it's such a, it's just such a dream. Um, and then to get a character like this, um, again, a challenging guy. Right. Um, but one that in the end, it's, it's really hard not to have fallen in love with him. Um, because under this crusty exterior, you know, he's, you know, beats a real true heart yeah and it just um, kind of takes and, a little bit to excavate it yeah and we see it you know we see we see his daughter chip away at it yeah and um yeah so it's um it really does feel like the you know the this to compare to something else is that steel magnolia's quality mm. of your laughing hysterically in one moment and then you're bawling your eyes out yeah in the next moment um which again that's just great writing mm -hmm. um yeah but yeah so much so much fun to to come back and just you know <laughs> know that do you uh do you have a like a, a favorite joke that you get to do that you're like you know if the audience is clicking, if you're clicking and it's all going and you're like, oh, okay, this is my, I, I don't know. I think of like a test joke or like a joke at the, towards the beginning of the play where I know, and you can kind of guess where, where the audience is that night or where you are that night. Let's that you see. Like, um, I'll just say one that stands out for me is it's such a gimme joke that I love. I love gimme jokes where you don't have to yeah. do a ton, Yeah. but the, you're, it's before you even know that it's Libby that you're talking to and you're just going through the mail and you're not paying any attention to her. And just that moment of when you realize that it's your daughter that you're talking to, your strange daughter that you're talking to, and the like, look up yeah. and the slow burn turnaround. <laughs> yeah. That's just like a gimme laugh. I love those. I love those in comedies and it's such a, a fun, you know, moment that we all are in on. That's a unified laugh for the audience that we all get to see. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the one that stands out is there's a couple, there's a couple that stand out and there's one that, um, it's in a, a section with, um, Herb, my character and my partner, uh, Steffi. Yeah. And, um, Herb grows an orange tree, has an orange tree and a lemon tree that he grew in his backyard. So Steffi just brings up off the top of her head, why, why do you just have two trees? You know, why not, yeah. why not more trees? Herb doesn't know what she's doing at first, but then puts it together that the trees are the kids that he left yeah. 16 years ago. Um, so um, Herb, very witty, he's a comic writer, so he turns it around on her. And says that doesn't make any sense. I mean, if I had, if I left sixteen kids, yeah, what well, I'd have a, you know, I'd have a forest back there. <laughs> but that's the one that it never fails. Yeah, um, because people just, as Herb is realizing what she's, what she's coming to, 
um, been there in on it. Yeah. Um, the other section, I, you know, I won't give any of it away um, for folks who haven't seen it yet, but um, Herb and Libby, uh, my daughter, uh, have a sex conversation <laughs> that she never had with her mother. Yeah. Um, and that's a section that just every parent in the audience just <laughs> and every kid to too, right? Um, <laughs> so it's um, you know the minute that the topic is raised, <laughs> the roller coaster starts. You know, and people get on the roller coaster and they don't know where it's going. Um, but it just that again that that section just it never really fails, yeah. and it's. It's it's so much fun to to ride that wave, yeah. with, with people. Yeah, I really I, the thing I love about comedy really highlights the collaboration between audience and an actor, which I love. I just love. I mean, you get a bit a more instantaneous feedback with the audience, and I just think that's so fun to kind of have that play because it's a roller coaster. You can tell, and you're yeah. riding the wave, and you can feel it, and you know, you're like, oh yeah, this is. That sort of actor brain that you have to kind of keep on stage the whole time. Just yeah. paying attention to that stuff. Yep. Yeah. So do you approach comedy different than you do drama at all? I mean, like, as you're approaching a character, do you make that distinction? Or do you just kind of see where the character takes you? Not really. I mean, I think I just... I, the, um, I think the structure of creating it is the, is the same. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that the danger with with creating a, a, a comic character is um, there's a trap of, of building it to get the laugh. Sure. Yeah. Not rooted in honesty. As opposed to just, I mean, the, the script is funny. <laughs> I mean, these comic playwrights are genius. Yeah. They know what they've done. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> you know, you really just... <laughs> Ray Fiennes had a great comment when someone asked him if his process was ever different. And he said, no, I just keep fit, physically fit, mentally fit, and learn the lines. <laughs> like, that's three things. Three things that never change. Yeah. Keep fit and learn the lines. <laughs> um, so I think that's really, that's really all I do. Yeah. Um, and then the the fun part then comes in rehearsal as as you craft those the moments with with a director yeah. to make sure that you're going to get the laugh yeah but it's not the approach doesn't start there right um, yeah because the um, the danger is then like you say you lose that you lose that honesty, yeah. um, which is where it all has to start. Yeah. And, and um, honesty, that's the funny. That's, it's, it's far more funny if it's honest than right. if it's, you know, yeah. chasing something. Right. Yeah. 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 Are you, as you're kind of closing this one, do you, are you one of those actors who has like good people in mind because you got another show this season or are you just... You just focus on this, and then you'll start on good people. Or have you started already? I haven't started at all. Okay. No, yeah. uh, no. I think that if it was, if it was coming right on the heels, yeah, of this one, I would have. Um, 
you know, but since it basically got most of the summer before rehearsal starts. <laughs> um, um, and the other thing that's great about Good People is it's not, it's not that sizable For, of a role, yeah. which I'm looking forward to because I mean, right. it's like between this and last season with Comeback, it's like, I would like to leave the stage every now and then <laughs> uh, just to get a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe take a bathroom so. break occasionally. <laughs> yeah. Herb, Herb is a pretty constant oh. character through this show. So Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a ton of time <laughs> on stage. Yeah. Do you yeah. like that? Do you like a little break in the middle or I don't, some shows? It depends. Yeah. Um, it's nice to have that. Like I, I never let the energy drop because I'm always on stage or Whereas, like, in Leading Ladies, I love that I have breaks. <laughs> I need the break. I need yeah, like exactly. Catch my breath. Yeah. You know. Um, I think it depends. Um, I think if you... If I know I don't have a break in a show, my my, my pre-show preparation is a little different. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I never bring... I never bring, like, a phone or a book or iPad anything. or anything. Um, I just feel like anything that, that removes me, even in the dressing room, anything sure. that removes me from the world of the play, it's that much harder to, to get back in yeah. um, when you have to, to go back out. Um, so I guess that's the, <laughs> that's the good thing about never leaving. It's like right. you're always in the world. You never really leave it. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Right, that's good. Yeah. 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 Any other sort of thoughts or closing thoughts, things that you're going to miss about this show, you know, as you're, as you're finishing, you have like what, three weeks left? We said 10 yeah. performances. Yeah. About 10 performances. Yeah. Anything that you're going to look back and be like, ah, I love that part or I'm missing this or. I think, um, the, the great thing about the way the shows and the, the, the size of the casts mm. with, with shows this year is in the past, we've never really gotten a chance to, to interact artistically with our apprentice company oh, yeah. in the way that we are this year. Um, you know, Grace playing Libby and ought to be in pictures. Yeah. Um, she was here in March. I mean, she yeah. basically, you know, did her last college class virtually so she could come <laughs> here and rehearse this play. Um, and I got to tell you, from day one, we just, we hit it off so well. It was so comfortable yeah. around her. And um, I'm just going to I'm going to miss her. You know, it's just, she's, um, it really is. We've just built such a great connection. Yeah. Um, and such an important connection. Yeah. Um, you, I, I, I do feel like, um, you, the audience does have to believe that this is, that this is father and daughter, mm -hmm. you know, that haven't seen each other for 16 years. Yeah. Um, and a father who thought he was never going to get another chance with her, um, and and gets it. Um, so I think that's what's good. That's what's 
that's what I'm going to miss the most yeah. is, is it's just, it's such a great connection between characters on stage, but then it's also, uh, Grace and I off stage, mm -hmm. um, have built such a strong, strong connection. Um, yeah. And you don't, you don't always need that, but it's, it's such a gift when it yeah. happens, you know, when you really have that, that camaraderie in the cast and you and Betty have worked together before, so you yeah. have have already kind of had that, which is one of the, the joys of a repertory company is that you have that. But to get that with someone who's just coming in right away, it's, it's, a, it's a real joy. It's a gift. Yeah. So I'm glad that, that we've, that we're able to give our apprentice company that opportunity. Yeah. Um, uh, because I feel like sometimes they, they, they come in and they see artistic work being created, but they're not really they're not really a big part of it mm -hmm. um, so quickly. Um, they might get, I mean, typically in the past, they've just gotten one role. Yeah. Um, that's this not, that's not really sizable. Um, and then you look at Grace with this and she just kicked it. And, you know, she just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that we're, we're being able to do that. Yeah, because I think it's important for them to to see the to see the process mm -hmm. um, and to look around like at other professionals and say, "Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm doing the same." You know, I like a confidence booster. Like I can work at this level. You know, kind of come in and say, "Yeah, I can do this." Yeah, uh, which is really nice. You know, it's a bigger year for the apprentices, I think, than than a lot in the past. I think absolutely you know, a couple roles yeah. for each each apprentice. And, yep. Which is great, yeah. Um, yeah. Got to you know keep that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'll close out Herb here in the next couple of weeks, yeah. and then move on to something completely different. <laughs> yeah. Radically different. Yeah, I which mean, again, I just love. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, hard to. I guess you you get to do an accent in both, right? A little bit, a, li just a little a bit of, of uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other connections between Urban. <laughs> there aren't a lot, man. <laughs> no, not really. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm just gonna. Uh, uh, it's really bittersweet, you know. Yeah. You come to the end of a of a, a process, you know, even at a resident company. I mean knowing that something else is coming, mm -hmm. um, it's still, it's still bittersweet. I don't want to, I'm not ready to let this one go. Um, and sometimes you are, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you're like, okay, this is ready. Yes. We found everything that we can. It's yeah. ready to, we can put this one to bed. And there are some that could run, mm -hmm. you know, several more weeks. I felt that same way with comeback. It's like, yeah. That one was not ready to close. Well, I think it's the balance between comedy and heart. I really feel that uh, with Iotopian Pictures really strikes that balance well. Because the comedy, you, you can tinker with for a while, but at some point, you know, you're getting the laughs, you're getting the laughs. But the heart, you can really kind of just keep digging in and keep digging in and keep digging in and keep uncovering new things. And mm -hmm. it, I don't know, you really have a journey to go on in the show. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's, you know, as an actor, that you can always... Dig into that deeper. Right. So I, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. It's, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see. I saw it a bunch at the beginning. I have I haven't seen it. So come 
one of these nights towards the end just to see kind of how it's grown. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm excited for it. Uh, just to close out, I, uh, Tim and I have been asking people these questions as we close out. Is there anything artistic that you're sort of consuming right now, whether it's a book or uh, music or even just like an article online or anything that's sort of like stuck with you in the past you know, couple of weeks? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's kind of something on my mind, just to share with people. Um, I'll, I'll go first. I'll say, I, yeah. I've been watching, uh, I just finished the TV show Outer Range, which is oh, sure. fascinating. Really, yeah. really interesting. Josh Brolin. Yep. Um, yeah, Rachel and I watched it together. It was kind of just clipped through it when we had the time. Uh, it was really fun. Yeah. Uh, like sort of a Western, and deals with time in an interesting way, a little... Uh, a little bit weird, a little bit out there, but very, very good. Yeah, I Acting loved it really too. Good. Yeah, oh, you really it too, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I love it that um, I think Josh Brolin was on one of the late shows, um, and uh, he was asked why he came back to do a series because he said he just wasn't gonna oh, yeah. wasn't gonna do them anymore, um, and then he did Dune. He's like. <laughs> That was just because it was Dune. Right. You know? So big. And so then he was like, this one was all about the writing. Yeah. And the scope. And the, it's not, you can't really put your finger on what it's, what it's trying to be. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, um, what I got sucked back into um, that I actually love because um, I just love Jason Sudeikis. I, I'm watching Ted Lasso. Again, love Ted Lasso, and I just, I just, I don't know. I started thinking about it, and we just loved it in the first time through. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm just gonna put that on, just watch the pilot again. <laughs> watch the pilot, and then like, you know, I'm just, just kept gonna, going. I'm gonna go again. <laughs> um, and it's one of those things that I'll probably watch it through a third time. I, yeah. I don't know, but I just, it's just perfection. And I just, I love watching, I love watching things where everything's right. Mm -hmm. Just, there's not a weak link. Any, you can't find it. Yeah. You can't find a weak link anywhere. <laughs> um, and then, um, so then there's also this thing flying around that, which Ted Lasso character are you? Oh, yeah. You know? So it's yeah, like, what did you, did um, you take it? I, I did, yeah. I'm Beard. <laughs> totally, totally Coach Beard. I'm like, oh, yeah. I get that. that I very much that get that. That makes sense. You know, I was like, <laughs> doesn't really say much, but when he does, it just zings right in there. <laughs> I like that a yeah. lot. That's actually pretty good. And you've got a great beard right <laughs> That's now, right. Too, so right. it really fits. Oh, Coach Beard. Ooh, that's, that's a little on the nose. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, uh, uh, Ted Lasso was like my pandemic teddy bear. Yeah. So, yeah, use that. It was a great one. Yeah. So. Anyway, Jeremy, thanks so much for awesome. coming on. Awesome. Yeah, talking. thank you. Great having you. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Once again, I Ought to Be in Pictures has about 10 more performances left and closes on July 2nd. So get your tickets before they sell out. We also have season passes still on sale for our 2022 season. It is the best deal we have here at the Commonweal. 
You can find up-to-date information about all of our shows, everything going on here. You can buy tickets and season passes all online at commonwealththeater.org. Once again, that's commonwealththeater.org. Or just give our box office a call at 800-657-7025. I'm Josiah Laubenstein, and have a great day. We hope to see you soon here at the Commonweal. And closes on July 2nd. 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 July 2nd. July 2nd. July 2nd.